0: Thank you for tuning in. Today's guest is Liana Kent, who is here to talk all about what it's like to be a sales representative at Amazonia. So hello and welcome, Liana. It's so good to have you here. Hi, thank you very much for having me. My pleasure. To get started, let's talk a little bit about um, how you got interested in the nutrition
1: space. Oh, uh, so nutrition space started for me when I was on the other side of the world and I was actually traveling through Europe finding myself and my brother gave me a book by a man named Patrick Colford called The Nutrition Bible because we were cooking one day and he was cooking all this amazing food and um, I read the book from cover to cover and just like wow I've never really been this interested in something for a really long time so at the end of my trip over in London I decided to
0: come back and start studying so I did. Amazing. You know what's really funny? In all the years I've known you, I've never heard that story, but that's actually the exact book that got me started too.
1: (laughs) Oh, no way.
0: There you go. Yeah. Um, And it's funny that while you were over in Europe finding yourself, you did. You found your path. (laughs)
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, it was one of those things where I was working in a completely different field. I um, was tradey at the time. Decided yeah. that that wasn't really for me, and went off to go and do something, and went travelling, and yeah, came back and started doing started doing the
0: nutrition. Amazing. So you started an endeavour, John. Um, tell us a little bit about your studies, and
1: then where you went from there. Yeah, so I um, studied at Endeavour, so I did two years up in Sydney, and then I decided that I really wanted to move to Melbourne, so I went down and did my last year down in Melbourne. Um, After that, I went into clinic for a little bit, did a little bit of my own clinic, just for a couple of days a week, and then I started working, about a year after I left, I started working for Amazonia. Amazing. And so tell us a little bit about how you found that role. So I found the role on SEEK. Mm -hmm. uh, And yeah, it had been something that I'd sort of been thinking about for a while. I'd been looking around at a few different uh, places that I wanted to maybe get into. Um, After we used to work in the health food store together, i started chatting to a few of the reps who popped in and a number of them said, oh, you'd be really, really great at this role. And so you should definitely try and apply for different different uh companies that pop up so yeah when I saw the one come up from Amazonia I applied and got in and actually that's what moved me bring back to Sydney yeah actually, leave the lovely Melbourne and moved back to Sydney yeah
0: and how's it been working there tell us a little bit about what's that what that's like and the experience
1: you've had with them um it's been a really amazing experience actually I've definitely learnt a lot Mm -hmm. um every day is a little bit different as well so it's definitely made me meet a lot of people it's very interesting you come across a lot of people that you know a lot of people that you went to uni with even come across a few of our lecturers in the role as well um yeah it's just really fun and it's a really fun place to work yeah. So what are the, some of the typical
0: day-to-day duties and roles that you do as part of working as a sales rep?
1: Oh, number one rule of a sales rep is that no such thing as a typical day. <laughs> every <laughs> yeah, day, true. really. Yeah, every day is really different and especially the space that we work in. So I'll just say a little bit about Amazonia as well for those people who uh, the listeners who don't know what Amazonia is. So they are the guys who brought the acai berries over to Australia. Um, Chris and Dwayne, shout out. Great guys. Um, Then they've also branched out as well and they do a lot of plant-based proteins and they do a lot of nutritionals as well. So we are in every sort of space, really. We're in a little bit of cafes. We're also quite a lot in the um, health food space and then we're in a little bit of pharmacy as well. So obviously, depending on where you're going for the day, you're wearing a very different cap and you're having very different conversations. So if you're going into cafes, you're kind of having um, very different chats than what you would have in health food and then also going into pharmacy as well. So a typical day would be, not so, as after I've said, there's no such thing as a typical day, Um <laughs> getting up in the morning, checking my emails, making sure that no orders have come in overnight. If I'm going out into a health food, I might go and do some training. I might be setting up uh, some displays, some gondolerans ends, windows, um, just kind of going in and talking about new products that we've had coming in. Uh, if I'm going into pharmacy, then it would definitely be a um, similar sort of thing where we're, setting up displays or kind of talking to people but definitely not going into as much about the nutrition side of it Mm -hmm. um yeah sort of just 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 different all the time yeah that sounds really cool
0: so when it does come to the sales side of it do you feel like you are doing a lot of selling or is it more just educating about the products and why they're beneficial and then
1: they can choose whether or not to purchase them so because we sell as a B2B, which is business to business. Um, second rule of sales: sales is know your product. Yep. So anything that you're selling, you really have to have passion for it. And mm-hmm. that comes across mm-hmm. when you're talking to anybody. So whether you're talking to somebody who's working on the floor, whether you're talking to the owner, whether you're talking to the manager, if you really believe and have passion in your product, that's going to come across. Yep. So it's a brand. I'm very lucky to be working in a brand that's quite well known and it does very much sell itself. Um, but when you're talking with somebody you're it doesn't matter if you're speaking with the owner who's going to place a really big order or if you're going to be speaking with somebody who's on the shop floor because quite often the owners don't work on the shop floor so you also still need to be talking to those people who are working on the floor who can then sell your product as well so yeah it's not so much talking about it's telling people about the unique selling points and things like that but most people have heard of our brand and most people Know all about it and just giving a few educational tips on on what's why it's the best. <laughs> yeah, they are amazing products, so it is
0: an amazing yeah. brand to work for, definitely. Yeah. And like you said, it would totally sell itself. Um, so tell us a little bit about what it is like when educating
1: the um, staff at the health food stores and that aspect of the role. So that's one of my. Favorite aspects of the role is chatting with people, and especially when you're working in health food stores, because they are either nutritionists or naturopaths themselves, or they're budding nutritionists, and you can just kind of get that little sort of nerdy, nerdy excitement of us. Let's all talk about nutrition and health. Uh, so that's sorry, pause. What was the question? <laughs> um,
0: so yeah, just tell us a little bit about what it's like educating other um, staff members, practitioners
1: um it's just yeah it's just really exciting and really fun um so you are then going through and talking about the products talking about their benefits Mm -hmm. um chatting Mm -hmm. to people as to why they would be taking the products who are the main people who are wanting to take them who are the main people who you would be selling to and all the i usually bring up about three unique selling points it's called usps in business Mm -hmm. um so yeah just kind of just making sure that people have an overall view of what we are and who we are as business, but then also knowing who they're selling to and why they're selling to.
0: Amazing. And in terms of you learning all that information, do you have ongoing
1: training or is it sort of just done all at the start when you begin? Um, I think you always have training. Like we're always bringing out new products. So you're always learning something new all the time and I did nutrition I did not do naturopathy I won't even pretend to know about herbs so it's really interesting because I actually learned quite a lot from the naturopaths who are in the stores as well oh, they amazing. will tell me about different things about herbs so it's really amazing doing that and I always say that the day you think you know everything is the day you need to quit because you'll <laughs> never know and we're always finding new things that's the fun thing about our job and what we do and about science is that there's always something new to learn
0: yeah so true it's important as well Um, and I think in a couple of past episodes we've mentioned how it is impossible to know everything and we shouldn't expect ourselves to no 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 Yeah, awesome. So we've talked a little bit about the sales side and the education side. Um, what is it like being on the road and driving around between all of the places that you do visit?
1: Uh, fun. I actually really love it. Um, so every day is so, so different and you're getting to go out and have meet some amazing people and have really fun, positive conversations with people. Uh, most people are quite open and welcoming. I mean, there's always the sometimes you get people on off day but it's just really different and it's really really great in the fact that you can also plan your day as well so obviously you need to get your job done and you work within the parameters of what you're doing but if you you know you, you don't have to get told that you have to have lunch between the hours of 12 and 12.30 or 12 and 1. You can pop in where you want to. If, you, if you're driving past and you see a really beautiful park that you want to pop and have lunch in there, you can go in there. Uh, going through shopping centres all the time as well. Anything you need, you can just pick up. So <laughs> it's dangerous. That's, it, it is a little bit dangerous, yes. Uh, and I'm always the person who gets told from the housemates. Can you pick up this? Can you pick up that when you're in the shop? So, um, so yeah, that's, that's definitely a really amazing positive to the job, being able to set your own day. Yeah, definitely. And do you find you have to be quite organised? definitely I think with anything and this is one of the main things that I learned at university as well is that you really do need to be organized I definitely was not an organized person before um so you you really have to set out your what you're doing from your day to day but we set out our call sheets uh, a month in advance anyway so we know sort of roughly what area we're going to and in a fluid world you know nothing's perfect everything changes and we might get a big meeting cancelled or something the day before or right before you're about to walk in. So then you just have to be adaptable and be able to change that up as well.
0: Yeah. Awesome. And in terms of you mentioned that you do get to meet a lot of people. So networking is obviously so important in our industry and all industries, but um how have you found that and has that brought about any other opportunities or um yeah, what's your experience with the, all that networking that you get to do as part of your job?
1: uh yeah so definitely i've met a lot of people um from all different aspects as well i've met a lot of pharmacists Mm -hmm. and i've also met a lot of people who have who are working within the nutrition space uh i've met a couple of people who are running clinics as well and sell some of our products um and then also met a lot of students so just and then just a few people who don't have any a background in nutrition at all and just always been their dream to run a health food store and know very little about nutrition and neutropathy and have leave that to all of their staff and just more interested in running absolutely running the business so definitely have got a, met a lot of people from a lot of different walks of life from it.
0: Yeah, that sounds really cool. Great thing to come from your job as well because that's something yeah. we're always talking about on this podcast too, about how important it is to get to network Um, and it's awesome that you actually, that's part of your role. You don't have to go out there and do it proactively because it's already part of it. <laughs>
1: absolutely, absolutely. I meet hundreds of people all the time <laughs> and it's quite embarrassing because I met someone at the pub recently and they came up and they're like, Leana. I'm like, hey, I don't know who you are. <laughs> Like, oh, I work at blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you do. Saw so you out of out of space. And I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> I do know who you are. Yes, yes, yes. It
0: would be hard keeping up with so many different people.
1: <laughs> it definitely is. It definitely is. But it's good fun as well.
0: Yeah. So what would you say some skills that are needed in the sales repping industry for anyone who does want to go down that path?
1: Oh, definitely have to be able to talk to people because quite a lot of it is building relations and being able to chat with people, um, having a lot of patience because quite often you make an appointment with somebody and they forget or oh. they don't have time for you uh, because obviously their customers are going to be their main priority. Um also just have fun with it as well um yeah just you definitely need need a lot of personality you need to just have a positive outlook and even if you like the, the role is yes definitely making sales and all that sort of thing as well but that doesn't always happen overnight you can build relationships over time
0: yeah and do you have any tips for people
1: when it does come to getting good at selling things uh, knowing your product would be the number one thing yeah. and you're not necessarily going, you, there's always going to be questions that people ask you that you don't know the answer to. Um, but if you generally know what you're selling, have passion for what you're selling, if you don't believe in your product, doesn't matter how good you are. That's going to come across. Yeah. If you don't believe in it, um, uh, they're the two main things. Having having a, have a bit of a laugh with people as well, being able to kind of talk about um, talk about other things as well outside of just what you're doing and just, just being able to have a bit of personality.
0: Yeah, definitely. It really does sound like it comes back all to building relationship.
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, amazing.
0: Um, so you're also doing some studies alongside this. Do you want to tell us a
1: little bit about that? I am. So within my madness of my world, I'm also studying my master's in public health mm-hmm. uh, down at Wollongong University.
0: Nice.
1: Yeah, I'm so halfway through that. Yeah, awesome. And how are you finding
0: that in terms of benefiting your role and benefiting your um, knowledge?
1: Uh, I don't think that any study that you do is wasted study. So anything that you do in life that you're learning or you're studying is going to benefit you in some way or somehow. Uh, how that's benefiting my role right now, I can't think of something off the top of my head. However, everything that you do is definitely always helping you in life. Any sort of study that you do, it's helping you in life in general. Um, And I'm loving it. I'm actually, when we finished uni, I remember thinking, I'm never going to study again. I'm burning all of my notes. I'm burning all the stuff. I'm done. (laughs) We're all going to go get really drunk. And we're just just going to put all this behind us. (laughs) And then about a year later, I just really realized that I missed learning and studying. And so I started poking around to see what else I could do. here we are
0: yeah good on you and it's such a good area to be going into as well because public health is so important and the more we can educate the public about what we know and what we've learned the better
1: yeah yeah well it's also just coming from a really different aspect um Endeavour was very much looking at one-on-one how can you help a single person in consultations where public health is more looking at a broader community and looking at how we can help everybody so bringing those two aspects together um is the plan to then make
0: that great yeah sounds incredible and what, tell us a little bit about what your vision is for combining those and where you want to go with your career in the future.
1: Oh, I don't know. <laughs> it's a tough question. So I, have to, I, don't, I have no idea. I've, I just get through, get through this master's at this point and sort of see where that leads me. Yeah, that's totally fair enough.
0: So that would be the main thing you're working on at the moment?
1: Definitely. Yeah, 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 yeah it is. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of a better answer for you. No, it's a big question. Life will fall, fall in place for me. It always yeah. does. <laughs>
0: yeah, absolutely. Um, so, to anyone who's thinking about studying nutrition or who is currently studying nutrition, what would your advice to them be?
1: Uh, do it. Just yeah. do it. Even if you're doing it at a really slow pace, it's you have to eat every single day you have to feed yourself so even if you are doing it if you're doing it for a job if you're just doing it for a bit of a passion it's never ever going to go to waste you are constantly going to be feeding yourself you're constantly going to be feeding people around you or your children or your family so just just do it it's such an amazing beautiful degree and you will learn so much from it and have so much fun and meet amazing people Yeah, completely
0: agree with that. Um, And from a job perspective, it obviously is a difficult industry to be in because there's not a huge heap of jobs. But what would your advice be in terms of navigating that and finding an amazing job like you did? Like, I know you applied for so many and you were really, um, you really persevered and it was very inspiring and it ended up fantastic for you. Um, so maybe just a little bit of advice
1: on that and not giving up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thanks. Thanks, Shanna. We were working together in the health food store and she saw me go through lots of, lots of job applications. Um, yeah, not giving up and also not having... You definitely need to have goals for yourself and you definitely need to have a benchmark for yourself. Mm-hmm. But everywhere you go with this is a stepping stone. Yeah. So... Yeah. Just get your foot in the door in something. And as we we're talking about before with networking, that will then lead into something else. And then you'll meet somebody else. And that will, I've worked in jobs where, you know, I only worked there for a couple of months, but that still gave me skills into something that I hadn't done before. So just get in there, give it a go, meet as many people as you can emailing people as well and asking if you can take them for a cup of coffee or if you can have a chat with them. Find out who your main driver is or your, I can't think of the word for it right now, but who is your mentor? Who's the person that you want to be? Mm-hmm. Email them. The worst they're going to do is say no or not right back to you. Yeah. Brilliant
0: advice. Um, I was going to ask you something on that note. What was it? Oh, let's talk a little bit about how you found the experience working in the health food store because I personally thought it was such a good way to apply everything we learned. So do you want to talk a little bit about um, yeah, your time at Replenish and if you recommend other people <laughs> working in
1: health food stores? uh definitely yeah so the health food store was amazing because yet again it was like having little mini consultations with people every single day um and i always pride myself off this and i probably shouldn't with the amount of people who want me It cry the <laughs> 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 really because they would come in and they you would you would within 15, with with university and when we're at, at Endeavour, you've got an hour, you've got an hour and a half to really delve into somebody. At, I'm allowed to say the name of the health food store? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, at the replenish, we had maybe 10, 15 minutes to talk to somebody. So you had to do a really quick mini consultation, which was really good at honing in on asking the correct questions yep. and asking people how they are going, which is why I got a few people crying because they would come in to ask something about their partner or their child, and would tell me this really long history of uh, illness or something that they were kind of going through, and I could tell that it was. And it was generally a mum or a wife who would come in, and I would just look at them and say, "How are you? How are you dealing with this?" And they hadn't had anybody ask that before. So, um, that was really beautiful and really lovely as well. Um, actually making people (laughs) cry, but, but being able to help, help those people, um, and also just honing in, in your skills and you learn so much about different supplements at university. We learn, all about two different brands or three different brands and they're all practitioner-only brands which are amazing i absolutely love all those brands they're great they're not super affordable for everybody yeah so being able to learn about alternatives and i would still always recommend to go for practitioner-only brands because they are amazing but being able to also have alternatives to that as well they're a, a cheaper option
0: yeah definitely
1: we just didn't learn that uni. Really.
0: Yeah, it's a good point. It's quite funny. I was just thinking as you were saying that you've gone from being the person learning about all the supplements to being the one teaching all the people working in health food stores about the supplements yeah. and the products.
1: Yeah. <laughs> this is another reason why I think I like my job so much because yeah. I had so many reps come in and chat with me, so I I knew what was good for then, what stuck with me and which reps stuck with me. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that's sort of, it definitely helped me to be able to be the successful and I, I think good yeah. <laughs> the rep that I am
0: today. Yeah. Amazing. And do you have any, um, and does anything come to mind when you do think of those reps that stand out to you and any of the skills that, um,
1: or characteristics that they had? Honesty. If you say that you're going yeah. to do something for somebody, do it. Mm-hmm. Um, even if it Smallest little thing, uh, there's nothing more annoying than somebody coming in and promising everything. And then even if it's the tiny little thing of, oh yeah, I'll drop this in, you know, and and within reason, but definitely doing whatever you're saying that you're going to do. Mm -hmm. Um, Being bright and bubbly, which can be really difficult at times, you can't be off, you can't really have an off day. So you have to put that aside because you have to remember that you're seeing people maybe once a month or once every six weeks and for you, it might be your Friday afternoon and you're absolutely exhausted and you've had a horrible day and you, all you want to do is get home and have a shower and forget about the week, yeah. but that person's seeing you for the first time in six weeks or a month. Mm. So, oh, you may have had a conversation about the weather 18 times that day, but that's the first time they've had that conversation with you. Yeah. So just taking that into consideration and really realizing that as well yeah amazing
0: Um, and what would you attribute your success to date to
1: um being open-minded and just being a pretty happy go with the flow kind of person
0: I love that that's awesome and can you share one mindset shift that you believe is necessary for a successful career in the nutrition field
1: So one mindset that I've had is there is no such thing as a bad step. As I was saying earlier, it doesn't matter what you're doing, even if you're not working in the dream job that you expected to have when you finished uni, everything is a stepping stone into something else. So as long as you're constantly moving in a direction and it's not always going to be in that complete top of the mountain that you thought you're going to be, as long as you're – Still got your eye on on what you're wanting to do or an idea of where you're wanting to go and what you're wanting to do. Just keep moving and keep kicking, and that that mindset definitely made me flip from thinking when we left uni that we're going to come out and do this and it's going to be amazing and all these things are going to fall into place, and then realizing that it doesn't work that way at all in any industry. And just taking those those little steps because they're all going to add up into something.
0: Yeah, I completely agree with that. And I think that is a lesson in everything and it does all add up to make us the people we are and the people we're meant to become.
1: Yeah, hugely.
0: Yeah. Um, so now a book question. If you could recommend one book for every listener to read, what would it be and why? Well, Patrick Holford.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the optional Bible. It's just a Really I mean, I haven't read it since that since I was in London, which was seven years ago. Um, but from memory, and you might be able to help me spark my memory on the show, um, it was just really nice, easy to read book and it just made me really passionate about nutrition. Uh, and I just really loved it. Yeah. Yeah, it was just really good. Another actually I'll I'll give two. Um (laughs) also the period repair manual. Because by Laura Bradden. Yep. Yep. Okay, good. Got the right author. Um, And I say that because hormones for me in uni were not my favourite topic, going through all of that sort of stuff. And I read it. She makes it really simple and really easy to read. And there are things that I still learnt about me and my body that I didn't know. And I'm like, oh, that's why that happened. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it was a good one. Yeah. I've heard very good things about that book
0: and I think it was Emma Morris who also recommended that one as well. So it is on my uh, reading I, list.
1: I, I, somebody, I was like, someone else will recommend this one. I'm sure. But yeah, to get that.
0: it's a good sign. If multiple people are recommending it, it just means it's a really good book.
1: <laughs> yeah, It is. It is. Yeah. yeah.
0: Love it's it. Read. Yeah. Um, so in the nutrition, we are in the business of helping people, but how important is it to you to take care
1: of yourself? Oh, hugely. I mean, I don't think anybody that studies nutrition or nitropathy or dietetics or anything doesn't already. I mean, we're weird humans. We think that cacao is a treat. Um, You know, (laughs) we know what medjool dates are. Um, So I think we naturally have that set into us where we are looking after ourselves a lot as well. Um, Always run by the 70-30 rule as well. It's one of my life mottos be good 70% of the time, still drink your wine, eat your cheese, have your cake, you know, you need to live as well. Definitely, yeah. Um, and you would
0: obviously be quite busy with your role. How do you find the work-life balance? Do you have any tips for that?
1: Um, I don't have children, which makes a lot <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> whole lot easier. Everybody <laughs> always asks me, how do you have time? And people who have kids, I'm like, I don't have children, so... <laughs> um, yeah, look, I really, I'm a bit of a nerd when it comes to study. I really enjoy studying. So for me, hanging out on a Friday night or waking up early on a Saturday morning and doing some study, I like it. Yeah. So if you find something that you enjoy doing, it's, it's not hard and it's not a chore.
0: Yeah. So do you have like dedicated time for work, study and then social or do you sort of just slot in your study and your social around your work hours?
1: Oh, I definitely need to have time. I definitely need to make time because if I don't yeah. have, I treat it like a second job. So I say yeah. on, you know, Tuesday nights and Thursday nights, they're the nights that I that I do my study and it might be, you know, and a half a day on a Saturday or something like that because yeah. otherwise things get sho- shoveled. I and mean, I mean, you've got to change up things as well. I'm not super strict on that. But if I don't have those dedicated times, then mm-hmm. it doesn't happen because otherwise I'm out or I'm doing <laughs> other things. Yeah. So people know. People know, now know, and be like, oh I can't ask me how to do that on Tuesday because she that's her night that she studies. So
0: yeah, no, it's, I think that's a really good way to do it because you're right, life does happen and gets in the way. And if you're not dedicating time to study, then yeah, it probably wouldn't happen.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs>
0: Um, And do you have any sort of like study tips or um, ways that you find you learn best that might benefit
1: other people too? Big one for me that I've realised, and I've had to realise this the hard way, uh, I can't study if I haven't slept properly. If I'm exhausted, and I mean, this is what I was saying before, is you have to kind of be a little bit fluid on, I study every Tuesday night. But if I'm exhausted and I'm staring at a screen, then I just go to bed. And I'll Mm. wake up early Wednesday or I'll shift that onto a different day. Because if you don't have, for me, if I haven't slept properly, I just, nothing's going in my brain. So find out what it is for you um, that you need, whether it be that you need to eat snacks when you're studying or anything like that. Um, Keep at it. Yeah. You know, it's uh just just keep doing it if if you failed something all that means is that you need to there's stuff that you need more stuff that you need to learn yeah
0: yeah brilliant. so just I keep know.
1: going and you're more like if you get up and go again then you're more likely to figure out what it is that you needed to just learn and get it right the next time
0: yeah and that's really good even life advice too just keep getting up keep trying i love it yeah
1: yeah definitely, <laughs> definitely. It's actually funny, I was talking to my friend on the way home um, that I was coming on your podcast and I was saying, I remember when it sort of all started and you were starting this whole project and passion and I've got so much awe for you that you've kept going with this and that you have persevered. Oh,
0: thank you. I really appreciate that. Thanks. So before we wrap up, do you have any parting words of advice for the listeners or any wisdom you want to impart on them? Oh, I had a little what success means to me. Oh yes. What does success mean to you? I skipped a question. (laughs) All right, let's go back and talk about success. What does it mean to you?
1: Yes. Okay. So success to me is achieving, even even if it's the smallest capacity, what exactly what you've set out to do. So if your job is in clinic and you've connected with somebody and taught them something, then that would be success. If you're prepping and your job is to build trust and relationships with others, then that would be success. If you are making a podcast series and you're wanting to Power, like up and coming nutritionists, naturopaths, then um, that's success. So once you've figured out exactly the key of what you're trying to do
0: mm-hmm.
1: and you figure mm-hmm. that out, that's success. All the money, materials and everything that comes along with that will organically just manifest for you yep. once you've figured that out. And there might be a number of different ones to that as well. There may not just be one thing. It may be so many different aspects to that, but just figure out what that is and and do it. And that's what will make you successful.
0: Yeah, I love that. And I love that it's not putting success up on a pedestal. It is making it achievable and something you can make a part of your life now. And that I think that yeah. really yeah, is a beautiful definition for success.
1: Yeah, thank you.
0: Cool. Love it. So now, do you have any parting words of advice or wisdom for the listeners?
1: Fully heart, trust your gut. Definitely mm. trust your gut. I've definitely picked up and you were there for she, she, not be named um, for jobs that didn't seem to fit quite right for me, but I took them anyway and um, didn't work out super well. Um, trust your gut, you know, give things a chance, always give things a chance, but also you know innately what is right for you and what will sit well for you and where your boundaries are. So always keep keep those up and just keep trying. Just reach out to people, have those conversations, network as much as you can, ask people for coffee, ask people for a chat, talk to everyone that you possibly can because there's no such thing as a bad connection or no such thing as a bad, you know, lesson learned.
0: Yeah, amazing. Love that. It's a good note to end on. Um, So where can the listeners find you and follow on your journey and see all the amazing stuff that you're doing?
1: Uh, Currently my LinkedIn which is Liana Kent, L-I-A-N-A-K-E-N-T. I I have got so much stuff with working and studying at the moment that I've actually closed all my other nutrition pages, uh, social medias, things like that. So at the moment, follow me on LinkedIn. Give me a shout out. If you have any questions or want to know anything at all, more than happy to answer them for you as well.
0: Amazing. And LinkedIn is such a good place to connect with fellow practitioners anyway. So I think that is a good place that you've got. (laughs) Yeah. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for coming on today and sharing your experience and all of your advice. Thanks so much. It's been so much fun. So thank you. And we'll talk soon.
1: All right. Bye.
0: I hope you enjoyed that episode as much as I did. I feel like I gained so much valuable insight and advice from it, and I hope you agree. If you did enjoy this episode, please leave me a review and tell me what you think. I would love to hear your feedback. Do you know anyone else that this episode can benefit? I would be so grateful if you share it with them. That way, they too can benefit from all of the insight that we covered today. Your support means so much to me, and together we can help even more people build a career and a life that they love. Thank you for being here. Until next time, keep making your dreams a reality.